0: Stop. Sure, you want the rest of it? Dirty Harry.
1: Welcome to Dirty Harry Minute, the only podcast in the world to review every minute of the 1971 Warner Brothers classic, Dirty Harry. I'm one of your hosts, John, and I've got some apologies, Trent and Tim can't be here. Trent is going to his nephew's birthday party at a Titanic-themed restaurant, and I think Tim, we don't know, he's uh, out there stalking Scott Eastwood, I think. Um, We do, however, have three guests today. We have Blake. Hi. Hi. That's the sound of his voice. And we have Redmond. Good afternoon. And we have our first international guest, Abel. Hi, how's it going? Very good. Did I pronounce your name correctly, Abel? Uh, more or less. That will do for me. Terrific. And Redmond, we had your sister Evelyn in.
2: in yes, the I heard minute. about this. She, um, I'm looking forward to hearing what she has to say. Did you
1: come away with a good impression?
2: Look, um, my old uh, catechism goes that no news is often good news. So I think, I think you can, you know, bank that one for yourself, Jonathan.
3: She didn't warn you away from doing the podcast. Certainly not. So I
2: stand by my little, my little prayer. Terrific.
1: Well, today we are reviewing Minute 24. The minute begins with Chico turning up the police radio and ends with Chico saying, I know it was, I know it was, as he peers through the car windscreen. What did you think about this this minute, Blake?
3: I thought it's actually a very tense minute. Mm. There's a lot of tension. It starts off, too, with the two red naked signs mm-hmm. from the bar and then the other one across the street. The camera's moving, always constantly in motion. And you've got those, um, those trombones those brass instruments very low in the background, just causing that erratic tension. And I think it's putting you on edge. Yeah. I think
0: it's uh rather funny to watch these low places of the 70s. They are so different from the ones today, you know. Like you see something in a 70 movie and it looks like something even nostalgic or something yeah. much different than if you go to the red district of Amsterdam these days, you know. So has America
3: changed that much though? It, <laughs> from that show. No. a little bit, but it just
0: has a romantic uh flair to it, you know. Like it, it doesn't look as creepy as it would like Know what? There's, you know. Although
1: I think this minute's supposed to play up
2: the seediness of San Francisco. Well,
0: that, that's what I wanted to take off on. I mean, like you, you,
2: you're following the two characters in yep. the in the car. They're driving around. They they clearly, in their own facial expressions, feel like they're they're imposters in this what is otherwise their own city. I suppose so that. That point that you made about the the, the tension is you know very apparent. Um, but I mean, look, it's very those those signs that you just talked about. Able, they're very they're very out there. They're very, <laughs> you know, n- neon lights, flashing, flashing, flashing. You know, peep shows, nude can can shows, <laughs> naked, naked, naked. It's kind of there's no there's no subtlety about this. It's very overt. It's not discreet whatsoever. So um, and, and hmm. Harry makes this comment. Um, he says, those loonies, they ought to throw a net over the whole bunch. So, mm. he's he's both responding to being an imposter. But, I mean, he's like some kind of, I don't know, he's making this big moral moral judgment over the whole whole thing. And maybe that's what they require as cops, I suppose, to, to um, do their job without distraction or something like that. It just yeah. just struck me as rather, I don't want to say fascist, but that's the word that comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It's not right. I, it's, it's not the right word. Help me out here. Um, Surely, you're not saying that he's fascist. No, I'm not, I'm not, well, that Harry is fascist, yeah. well, maybe, he, he kind of strikes me as a little bit, as a bit fascist. Yeah.
0: He, he has some strong opinions about people who he doesn't deem as um, well-behaved. That's so correct, that's what I'm getting at. He has some extreme opinions about these sort of people, and he's trying to say, oh, I'm the good guy, and these people, are, you know, I can despise them because they are scum. Yeah, know, he's, a he's sort
3: of upholding a champion's mould. So that's I, I, right. I wouldn't put him in a in a fascist category fascist category. Um,
1: not quite yet. There's more there's minutes a bit more yeah. Oh, there, not more. in this minute.
3: No,
2: that's right. That's right. I think he looks, of this.
1: Doesn't he look a bit disinterested? Like why am I here? Or he thinks he just gets, he doesn't think it's anything profitable to be hitting the streets to see sorry, the previous minute we saw obviously Scorpios on the, the on the, the loose I got the impression Harry doesn't really think why are we. He thinks why are we here? We're like we're not really going to find him. It's an needle there's, and a haystack.
3: Saying what you've just said, there's a real disjointedness between Chico and Harry in this scene. Mm-hmm. Chico's very focused, searching and scanning, yeah. as you say, and Harry's just driving and sort of like taking in the sights and he's looking at the woman in the yellow dress, yeah. where Chico's like, "You know, I see the guy in the in, with the tan suitcase." Yeah. And Harry's like, I haven't even seen the guy yet. Like <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a disjointness between them. They're not working in harmony.
0: Yeah, Chico's pretty poised, whereas yeah. Harry's just driving around and whatever happens, you know. Yeah. It's
1: pretty seventies, isn't it, all the tan they talk about. Like yeah. you've got the tan suitcase, the tan chinos. And earlier in the uh the bank robbery had the the tan Ford, it seemed to be the colour of the seventies. Um,
0: yeah, I haven't had that sort of um depiction much myself. I mean Tan. I didn't even know as a foreign speaker what it was, so <laughs> I'm discovering it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it of means
2: what colour is it? Brown. It's Like brown, brown I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah light, like tan, light no? Very light brown. Yeah. Yellow. Different shades of yellow or brown mixed together somehow. I don't
1: know. I like how Clint, uh, sorry Harry, used the word loonies. It's not very. It's not a very charged word, is it, for saying scum or whatever? No,
3: but I love it when he almost runs those the couple down, and then out the window goes, "Get out of the way, hammerhead." Yeah because hammerheads a huge insult.
1: Yeah. Also a very good James Rain song. But I think the first guy the on um, the pedestrians calls him fruitcake first in the uh, low in the mix. <laughs> nice colorful language. Mm. So yeah, loony seems like a pretty lightweight word. And earlier in the, the in the movie we had the chief
2: talk about the uh the cooks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was reading I was reading that. That's right.
0: But I think these sort of words are putting you back in, in the time that this movie was filmed, you know? Yeah. Like, when you listen to this, you go back to think, "Ah, oh, this was filmed in the 70s, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it puts you in place. Like, oh, I'm watching Dirty Harvey. I'm not watching, like, a t- contemporary film from the 2010 or whatever.
1: Redis, would you rather be called a loony or a kook?
2: <laughs> Which one's more charged? They they <laughs> basically mean the same thing, don't
0: they? Yeah.
2: yeah. I don't know. What? Kook? What? Loony, loony trying. is like insanity. Kook is just weird. Kooky could be an Amelie type character who's
1: got a mm. joy de vivre. You know, oh, I can't mean, believe how zany.
2: If someone called me a kook, they they wouldn't be lying. Certainly, if that's how you, <laughs> if that's how you you want to interpret that word. But loony insanity. In San Francisco, you'd have to be careful to produce to pronounce that word properly. Kook, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, of uh, yeah I, un- China I understand. I understand. Um, oh look, I don't, I don't know. They, They they're fairly similar. Um, Look, it's hard
0: to have a preference. I can understand
2: your
3: struggle to decide which one you would prefer to be called. I'd take Loon hands down any time.
2: Yeah, Loony. Yeah, but Kook would be truthful. So, fine. He can call me Kook if you want. Let's go for Kook then. Yeah, we can call you that if you want. If you want, I don't really. One thing's for sure: Harry
1: Callahan is not a Kook. No. Straight laced man.
2: Absolutely not. And this is this is overt in his in his disdain for whoever walking past the street. Nearly running over that couple is prime example, really. Yeah. And I think distracted, choice-
3: you know. He's distracted. You're right, and he's the one in charge of the car. That's correct. Yeah. So mm. that was a good observation, mm. Also, I think the, the thing with this scene is in constant motion. Yeah. You know, like the camera is in the car, and everything is moving all the time. So that that, that just really it, it drags your attention in, and it's it make it makes it hard for you to focus on anything. Because you sort of track, you know, Harry's eyes as he looks at streets, um, yeah. at shops across the street. And you've seen the two naked signs that focuses his eye and the woman with the yellow dress that's obviously been placed there. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot to take in.
1: Yeah, I think that um, it's not really like Terminator at all, but I sort of think about the first Terminator where... Uh, and he sort of like got the light or whatever. Oh, he's like scanning or whatever. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but as
0: we we said, he's not in a scanning mode, Harry. So yeah. Terminator was certainly because he was ready to kill anyone appearing there. But Harry's like just um, yeah, I'm this forthright matchman, you know, just driving around and yeah. I don't care about you, hammerhead, whatever. You are in my way, so.
1: Now, uh, just to interrupt you there, Abel, because we've finally got a Spanish speaker. Chico just means little boy, right? That's yeah, that's right. Chico, so it's yeah. not really an authentic name, I would
2: think, for this guy. But he's desperate to prove himself to to his parents. Oh, it's, it's certainly clear in the next in the next scene. Um, what I was going to say, like, um, I, was, I was thinking about. I was thinking about other films that sort of remind me of *Dirty Harry*, and the obvious one for me is *Taxi Driver* because of the um, the scenes in the car where either the, the the camera is fixed on the bonnet, it's fixed from the side. There aren't any scene. I don't think there's any scenes where the camera is fixed on the lower front parts of the car where you see the wheel moving around. Mm. But what what it does do is offers a lot of um, reflection of light. But I mean, there's a scene in *Taxi Driver* where um, Travis Bickle is quite overt in what he wants to do to everyone on the street who doesn't meet his um, moral standard. He wants to basically clean the streets out, flush them out. And to me, Harry is sort of—he's got glimmers of that too. And I wonder if there's some kind of some similarities there. Maybe you may know that in the
1: original draft of the movie, just a coincidence. Yeah. Harry, Harry. Oh, no, the killer was called Travis. But anyway. That <laughs> that? <laughs> yeah, but do right. you think Harry wants to clean the filth and the scum? You know, yes. going back to your fascist comments before, if he well, yeah, would he, he throw that metaphorical loop? You know? He,
2: it, I, I think if he had the chance, he'd do it. Because yeah. it's it's an imped. These people, in his eyes, are impediment to him doing his job. He, his life would be much easier; He wouldn't have to worry about it. But then, I suppose, would he have a reason to exist? Perhaps.
0: Yeah, the whole character wouldn't make sense if that was the case. They just exist. But at the same time, yeah, he, he just thinks they are all scum, and yeah, he just wants to get done with the job. You know, that's it. He he wants it done. He wants to clean the scum, and that's all he wants. Like you mentioned early before, the trombones lower in the mix. Yeah, or there's some, some a, sort of brass.
3: Yeah, there's yeah. some brass in the background, yeah. and it's obviously not coming from the clubs. So it's been put in there to add tension, and it's almost like this. Uh, it was like a chaotic jazz. And it's playing quite low, and it's. I think it's there with the movement of the car. Okay. To like throw you out a little bit and make you feel a bit flustered. The thing that was coming to my mind as well is that we don't see the guy with the tan suitcase. No. We never mm-hmm. see. <laughs> not she, in this minute. Yes. No, we no. never see what Chico sees. So at this point in time, the camera or the director has chosen that we see what Harry sees. We focus on the woman in the yellow dress and we don't see the guy in the tan suitcase, which is the actual target. of. Maybe
0: that's because they want us to feel like Harry feels, like he's not paying much attention and Chico is the one on the ball. So maybe that way, as an spectator, you are feeling the same thing as Harry's feeling. You don't know whether you are and you just see this scam walking around and... Just wants to get rid of it. That's all he's thinking about. He's not paying attention to finding this particular person.
3: We were saying before too that Harry seemed disinterested. Mm, but that's potentially right. not disinterested. He just feels out of control here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've seen all the big buddy cop movies, but is it obvious that the, the guy in charge drives the car? <laughs> like is that wouldn't you get your new junior partner Chico to be driving the car like you're in a limousine or something? What's the power
2: move in that situation? The, the power, the power move is, is whoever's in power makes the, makes. The, no, they make the call as to who drives the car. He's Certainly, like I would say he's making the call. He drives that car. That's so right. That's yeah, call. yeah, that's him exercising. Because I
1: always car. thought, like, you're a, a captain of industry,
2: you <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have your own business. Um, I always assumed like the more prestigious place would be the ground floor because it's quicker in the elevator. But Tim and Trent said, no, you want the views. That's the more palatial thing. But I said, if it's a fire or something, then the rich guy at the top's more likely to be. Osama Bin Laden.
3: <laughs> no, he's more he's more inclined to get to his helicopter and get away. Right, <laughs> so, fair enough. It's Not true in my instance.
2: It's all the it's all the perspective of the clients that you bring. Like um, yeah, for sure. There's a there's an office I won't name who they are. They have a they have a firm that they have a, a suite that overlooks um, the Shrine of Remembrance and those gardens there. And look, you go up there, and it's it's a bit like going to um, you know Adolf Hitler's um, palace designed by Albert Speer. It's kind of you're overwhelmed by how bloody impressive the damn thing is because <laughs> that's that's what counts. It's the image, it's the perception that you that you create and, and eschew. So that's what I would say. So uh, yeah, yes, up the top is the way to go.
3: But also, like in in case of the car with Harry, like mm. he's made the power play to say I'm driving because he doesn't trust Chico. If he trusted him, he would let him drive.
2: I mean, look. I mean, have you gone to meetings with former employers or current employees of yourself? And are you the one driving the car, or are they driving? Like, mm. they might have had a crappy day and still elect to drive the car, but they might they might not. I don't know.
1: I wonder if they were were they already driving around on patrolers? Then new- you. Becoming buddies together, I wonder if they're specifically being directed out onto the streets after Scorpio. You know, ran away from the rooftop. Possibly, um,
0: yeah. Just trying to find this sort of clues or hints. So maybe they have been directed to go there. Yeah, I would assume it's like a specific instance they are going there to search for this person. You know, uh,
1: Trent has just sent in a message. He thinks that uh, Harry's. Just shown Chico Jaffe's hot dog kitchen and um, he's rushing Chico home for food poisoning when they got the, the message over the wire
2: to look out for Scorpio. So it's a bit of fan fiction. Do you believe that, Rudd? Uh, that is <laughs> such a tangential comment out of, I don't even know where that came from. Here's you another know, so, tangent. I'm to, lost. Did anyone notice That's
1: 25 all. cents a wash for a load of washing? Um, pretty no. cheap
2: back then. That's a certainly got try. greater context than the previous comment, certainly.
3: Jeez, inflation these days, it's killing me. Far out. Huh? I also just realised the woman who almost he, he almost run over was wearing a yellow top and he was also looking at the woman with the yellow dress. There's a yellow clothing conspiracy.
2: <laughs>
3: I'm glad, I'm white sick white of tan. tan. <laughs> yellow and tan.
2: So if you're a guy, you wear tan. If you're a lady, you wear yellow, that's the, I don't know. I mean, these days it would be, I would say white. White yeah. is the... White is the I love that life.
1: Dylan you know Dylan Moran, that joke about the 70s being a weird decade where people discovered brown, the colour, and avocado. <laughs> uh, a lot was discovered in the 70s. Yes. We're going to have a special episode devoted to that, Blake. So I think it does... Are, are we to believe that these images in the 70s would be, oh, this is a seedy area. It's the, the Columbus Street Red Light District in San Fran. It's supposed to look seedier. Like, these days, it looks pretty tame, doesn't it? it just looks I
3: think like, it looks pretty upmarket, though. Yeah, Yeah, I think like there's probably way seedier places in the 70s during yeah. that period. We get to see some inside of some of these establishments later on.
0: Yeah, like I said before, it doesn't spook me at all, that place. It, it seems like a charming 70 red light district. Do you want to go th- for a drink down there? <laughs> Why not? I mean, <laughs> it looks certainly much better than other places I've been in other cities in the world. Yeah. It doesn't look very dangerous to me. I don't it know, can't like be that seedy. you see that someone wanting his girlfriend a toy bear?
2: Yeah, that's right. I saw yeah. that, and, and, and there were some scenes where um, there's couples walking around hand in hand. Yeah. Get some cold water taffy or some amusement. Perhaps. That's I'm, what
0: I'm saying. I don't expect any sinister characters lurking in the corners, you know. It seems all quiet. To you look. just have
2: to withstand Harry's um, judgment upon you for lurking there and yeah. whether 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 you or I would want to... Take that, because he's the armed police officer who has demonstrated that he's not afraid to use force at any at any minor provoca- provocation. That's the I don't know, I mean, that's the risk you take.
3: Yeah, yeah that's, that's his right. special power.
2: That's his special power. He's um, I'll, he's I'm, fearless I'll,
3: with his forty-four.
2: I'll I'll talk I'll talk about um the concept of judge jury executioner in another episode. And that's why
0: he's driving the car. We go back to that's the same right. thing. He drives the car. He shoots wh- whoever he wants. That's right. And he controls the situation. That's, right. That's Dirty Harry for you. Yep, yep, yep.
1: What was Dirty Harry called in Spanish, Abel?
0: Harry el sucio.
2: Which means?
0: Mm, uh, it's literally Harry the Dirty. So we add E-L uh, as the, the one, you know, the yeah. dirty one.
2: He is the, the. The one. That's right. No one is dirtier. That's him. <laughs> That's right. Well, the minute pretty much
1: ends with the, um, the famous hammerhead scene. You quite like that. Bit of a bit of humour there
3: in uh, Harry's...
1: Yeah. Reaction, Blake, to the pedestrian?
3: Yeah, it kinda of lifts the uh the tension slightly at that point. It also I because it starts the scene starts lighter and during the middle of that minute it gets very dark and very black. Especially when Chico's trying to like point out the guy in the de- in the tan suitcase. It's almost a very black scene. Yeah. And the street's not lit at all. And then we get back to that moment where we're on the street corner, it feels like we've gone through the darkness <laughs> a little bit. There's a little bit of relief.
0: And then the girl with the yellow top, yeah, you yeah. know, so some Brightness coming in there.
3: But also that comment happens under a street lamp. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of it's feels not as like dark
0: as before, that's right.
3: Yeah, but it also kind of feels like they lost the guy because Chico said we lost the guy, yeah. take a right or real take a left. And that feels like they've gone, like the actual darkness is emanating from the sinister bad guy. Yeah. So we got past him.
1: Um, some commentators have revealed it, sh- it shows a bit of uh, insensitivity on, on Harry's part because um, it, we learn later that his wife was he- killed by a motorist, by a drunk driver. Who um, just veered into the wrong lane?
3: So, not very good, Harry. <laughs> Shame on you, Harry. Shame.
1: Well, that's pretty much all I have for this minute. Um,
2: a good, good
1: minute that uh, reveals some of the character traits of Harry
2: and. Uh... And we've um, we've produced new lengths of verbosity in, in in analysing said minute. So I think I think we should be impressed with ourselves.
0: And this is preparing for what's to come in the next one, which is pretty (laughs) exciting, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. We
2: were very worried that
1: um, in the previous, the helicopter minute went for one minute that we wouldn't have enough to talk about. But our good guest Shane, you know, drew us over the line. Well, I think I'll call this minute to a close, everyone. Thank you. You'll return, Redmond? Indeed. And Blake? Yes. And Abel? I'd say so, yep. We'll catch you next time on Dirty Harry Harry Minutes.
2: Minutes.